This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. Time to chat some biking here on the Kona Edge. Today, I'm Brad Brown. Thank you so much for joining us, for downloading and, and listening to this podcast. And we head back uh, to the United States once again to catch up with uh, Jeff Avar. Uh, Jeff, welcome back. Nice to, nice to chat once again. Hey, Brad, how are you? Yeah, very good. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Jeff, you, you didn't come from a, a cycling background, but you've turned into quite the monster on the bike. Uh, you, you must be pretty chuffed with uh, the sort of times and, and performances you, you've been putting in lately. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, the the biking is is definitely my favorite of the three disciplines. Well, let, let's talk about. I mean, you, your your performances are great, particularly for someone who didn't come from a cycling background. What what do you sort of attribute that to? I think it's probably a combination of things. Um, a big part of it is that um, when I really started to see some good improvements in my cycling, is uh, I got involved with a bike racing time, team here in uh, the Memphis area. And um, getting pushed and riding with guys that were a lot stronger than me um, initially. That that makes a big difference. I mean, you in, in our first chat, you spoke about when you were trying to get faster b- before that first qualification, and and finding guys and girls local in local races that you were aiming to sort of beat. But it, it does help when you are being pushed by by people who are slightly better than you, and and that's probably one of the biggest ways to improve. I'm sorry, that last bit broke up, Brad. I could not hear what you said. No, no worries. I, I was saying that that's probably one of the best ways to improve is, is to find guys and girls who are, are slightly better than you and, and push you day in and day out. Sure, sure. Well, and I think the important thing with that, though, is, um, is just doing those on the appropriate sessions. <laughs> you know, because uh, doing it day in and day out probably would have been too much. So, you know, there was typically two days of the week that I would go ride with the group. Yeah. And... Uh, and if I had tried to do it every day, I don't think I would have uh, would have had the same improvement. So I think it's it's spreading it out appropriately. Yeah, you make you make a very important point there too, because that that is often one of the mistakes that particularly new triathletes make is they they figure out or they figure that they need to go and smash themselves in training day in and day out, and that's not really the case. And particularly on the bike, sometimes those those sessions that you hold yourself back and it's just literally time in the saddle are, are really beneficial. Yeah, yeah. If you can, um, I, I think the big things on the bike is is when I hit it, I hit it hard, and um, when I go easy, I go quite easy. Uh, I, I would one hundred percent agree. Let, let's talk about some of the things that you've done over over time to to really get better on the bike. Can you sort of pin it down to one or two things that you think is has given you the biggest gains? Yeah, it's interesting because I, I, I've listened to a, a lot of the interviews you've done, and um, you, you'll hear some people that are all about the gadgets and others that are not. And, and for me, um, getting a power meter was was tremendous, uh, tremendously helpful in really dialing in efforts and and making sure that uh, when I'm going hard, I'm going hard, and when I'm going easy, I'm going easy, just like we talked about. Um, and, and on the bike, the, the most unique thing about it is um, – you know, speed really tells you nothing when you're when you're out there um, as to how hard you're actually pushing. So uh, I found the power meter has been incredible. How long into your triathlon sort of career did you get that power meter? Was it something you got fairly early on? Uh, no, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was either 2009 or 2010. 
Um, I initially got a Compu Trainer, and that was a, a one winner. Uh, and as soon as I started riding indoors, within a very short time period, I realized uh, how unique that metric was. And and uh, within about six months, I got uh, an on bike power meter uh, so that I could use it for for everything. And uh, now. Between my wife and I, we've got one on just about every bike we own. <laughs> I love that. As far as workouts go, what do you what do you love doing? Well, uh, unfortunately, I don't get to do a lot of them here in the, the Mississippi area, but my absolute favorite is uh, doing some long climbs, um, you know, and and doing some long, long, steady climbs of, you know, 40 minutes to maybe two hours, um, you know, like out in the uh, Tucson area, Boulder area. Um, I was just down in uh, uh, Bogota, Colombia, and did a, a really great 45-minute climb uh, there, but uh, and, and pushing those at about Ironman to half Ironman effort. Uh, and the, the great thing about those is, with the w- with a nice uphill grind, you it, it's very similar to a, a race type effort. You know that you've got to stay on the pedals the whole time. You can't really just uh, um, coast very easily or, or anything like that. You back off, you fall off. <laughs> Absolutely. As soon as you stop pedaling, you're slowing down rapidly. Exactly. Well, Jeff, uh, we'll leave it at, uh, at that uh, for the bike. I look forward to chatting about your run next time. Uh. Sounds good. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Get better on the bike. Register for our next free live online bike seminar. Get to the KonaEdge.com slash bike seminar now.